And back. That's pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good at what I do. Could you hear the toilet flush? Yes, I could. That should be the intro. Yeah, I might. Your, like footsteps. Or I'll put. Or like I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that every time. I think you have a bad take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll do the intro, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning slash afternoon. Wait, dude. Oh, you popped in the middle. Oh, I guess we oh. have we have different things. I can always cut it out. But now we oh. have to restart. Well, great. Now the vibes are in. This is awesome. Welcome back to Unbiased Music. It's Alec and Hunter back again to have you guys listen to us, I guess. I don't really... We talk? You guys listen? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a very fast minute. I feel like you and I have both died in as far as schoolwork go in the past two weeks. Well, I mean, specifically this week and last week, I've just been straight chilling. But the week before, oh. I was actually dead. Oh. Okay, mate, here's how it went then. It was you died, came and back to life, and then and as you died. came back to life, I died for two weeks. Yes, but yep, now we're here. that fits. Yeah, now, hey. Unripped. Started, started from the grave, and now we're here. Um, Speaking of which, guys, I like a Drake song. <laughs> Nice for what? Good. I enjoy it. I listen to it often. And like legit, like I heard it and I was about halfway through the song and I was like, yay. Like I finally, finally like a Drake song. Not not just like, like I listened to it a few times because there's a few Drake things I can like finally get into. But I was like listening to it and I was like, crap, like I, dang it. Like I can't be a, a, a Drake hater for much longer, I guess. <laughs> you know, you now, you understand my, my dilemma for like the past four years of my life now. <laughs> it's kind of it's like a bittersweet thing it's like a i can't genuinely dislike drake now but i still really want to dislike him but nice for what is legit oh like, yeah i think it's a very good awesome. song i love but, the sample and the the beat the production it's yeah it's really fun too it's, it's like, yeah it's, it's very just, it's just yeah. super upbeat it's like very happy like whenever i listen to it it's a big like mood booster to me big mood big mood big mood um, but yeah, I, that's a good way to start the podcast is by having everyone recognize that, that we're now a, we're now a Drake podcast yeah, pro Drake, Drake for this moment. In time. We're a hashtag struggle bars, hashtag pro Drake podcast. Yeah. Oh man. Oh my goodness. Okay. Speaking of bars, struggle bars, I just, oh jeez. Uh, so this is actually the thing that. This is one of the things I wanted to talk about that I just now remembered. Um, I wanted to point out a very specific struggle bar that I heard this week from some mm-hmm. new music that I thought was so funny. 
So you know Young Thug dropped those like three songs, that little like, EP or whatever? I did not know that. I'm not a Young Thug We were talking about it in the group text. Anyway. I don't respond to that a lot, so. So Young Thug, he dropped whatever it is called like See No Evil. Um, and one song features Nicki Minaj, one song features Lil Uzi Vert, and one is uh, 21 Savage. Honestly, I didn't love any of the songs. I liked the one with Nicki Minaj the most, actually. Ew. Well, that one's actually, it's, just listen to it. It's not bad. But, uh, but Nicki has a really bad struggle bar in it, and it's just so funny. Where is it? Okay. The song's called Anybody, and it's a Young Thug song. So, she says... You should be cleaning my mansion. My pence is disgusting. Why don't you act like a Hoffman and go get to Dustin? Ooh. Yeah, so reference to Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, I don't really... I don't know if that's even relevant to, like, house cleaning. Because if it is, then it's less of a struggle bar. The dude's 80 years old. I don't even really know who this is. I just, like, know the name. Oh, he was in Rain Man. Yeah. That's a good movie. Have you ever seen that? No. <laughs> That's the one with Tom Cruise and, oh. and Dustin Hoffman. And he, and like the Dustin Hoffman character has like... Autism, right? Yeah, he, he's yeah. like he's like a savant and he's like the brother of Tom Cruise. And like, I think they were like split up whenever they were like four years old. So like Tom Cruise like vaguely remembers having this brother and then they meet again as adults and he's like in charge of him because like i think one of their parents died it's literally been 10 years since i watched this movie so i'm surprised i even remember all these details and yeah i've heard it's really good you know it is really good i've been on a movie grind lately honestly dude and you should hop on unbiased film i'm going i'm using my movie pass shout out to unbiased film for convincing me to get one like well the plan is to go tonight tomorrow night and the night after that <laughs> like all three days in a row okay but back the back to this bar i like why is dustin hoffman relevant i don't think it is i think she just wanted to use dusting because she talks about cleaning she says y'all should be cleaning my mansion and so dusting cleaning i don't know it was bad i just well, wanted to point that out that's our struggle bar of the week or the episode because our episodes come out like once every 10 weeks <sighs> hopefully it's gonna get better not hopefully it's gonna it's gonna get better it should but I, I i can't get over this like it's not clever that she's using dustin hoffman because it's like it doesn't I know, really that's, that's why it's a struggle bar it doesn't really relate oh okay we got to change the subject this is making me mad yeah i was like let's oh. move on Doom and Czarface. Yes, that's that, a that collab fantastic album. Yeah, I was a big fan of it. Do you want I, to talk about? Yeah, go ahead. Well, okay, I've always like known like there's a there's your like if you know a hundred kids that listen to a lot of rap music, I feel like there's two like of our age, obviously. They're like there's two kids that like will occasionally throw out like MF Doom. Like, mm-hmm. they'll put the, like, screenshot of their, like, their music app playing an MF Doom album and be like, the GOAT. 
you know. So I like know yeah. who he is. Never listened to him before. I love this album. Like, it was just good. Like, straight up. I enjoyed every song. Not yeah. that it was, like, top tier, but it was, like, really. It was surprising. It, it, was, it was enjoyable. Yes, very much enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I've I've known about MF Doom for years, and I've never listened to him yet. Actually, that's a lie. There are a handful of songs of his that I know and I really like, so I've I've been meaning to listen to him, <clears throat> but I just like didn't get around. There's you know there's too much stuff to listen to, so mm-hmm. you just you forget about stuff. But uh, I'm glad I listened to this. Mm-hmm. The I like really liked how him and or the two rappers like starbase and mf doom like bounced off of each other yeah they felt really complimentary mm-hmm. like it wasn't like a like a lot of i feel like features where you have like one artist like raps and then like the next like and then there there's like a whole hook and then the next one like a typical feature would be I yeah like like it was your, very much like it was back like... and forth it reminded me of um a tribe called quest kind of how they like Mm-hmm. they kind of bounce around like there's no like they, one there's one song formulaic yeah like, like in songs. uh what's that song kids yeah. where they like literally like each line it's like back and forth uh-huh um it's almost like they're freestyling in the back of a bus <laughs> that's what that reminds me of like bar for bar where you're like going back and forth line you know yeah and i love that like that's fun i'd probably listen to it like a good two times straight through and then listen to a couple of like songs here and there. I think um, I, I think I listened to it maybe three times, and then a good number of the songs like a second time, like yeah. knock through, just kind of pick them out. I like I liked metal. The... Wait, go, go, go for it. it. Oh, I was gonna say I like metal with metal probably the best. Yeah, I'd say that's one of the best songs in my opinion. Like that's like the first song after the intro. The and the some of the song names are. Like or not necessarily song names, but just kind of like how they use their like kind of oh what's the oh what's the word for it like the fact that MF Doom uses the like mask all the time. What do you call that? Persona. Persona. Yes. Yep. They use their like personas like really cleverly all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the metal with metal that type stuff. Um, the you masked for it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, that's... I love that. Because it shows that it's not just, like... Or it shows that they're just having fun with it. You know? Yeah, and, and for sure seem like they're having fun. Because they had some, some like, weird skit things where it was, like, they were talking. Like, like take I your medicine, the intro. I can't remember which one it is. But, yeah, there's one in the middle where he's, like... Where Zarface is, like, I'm a hero. And you're a villain. Let's... Yes. We need, yes. To, we need to fight, <laughs> or something like yeah. that. And that was like the whole little theme of the album. Mm-hmm. That was kind of weird, but it was also kind of funny. I just really enjoyed listening to it. I love the whole, the just kind of how all of the like MF albums are like cartoony, kind of. Yeah, it's like the, the same thing with Starface. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, it? He... I didn't check into it. Yeah. I got super like. I mean, I'm pretty of... sure MF Doom. He like based that. He bases that persona off of 
Von Doom from like Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. Because I'm pretty sure. I looked into it. Like I got super into a Wikipedia like rut. You know you know those like yeah. times where you're just super into like you just click and click and click Wikipedia? I got super deep into MF Doom. He's got like five or six different like names that he puts stuff out under. Yeah, that's so true. It, it's like Victor Vaughn is one of them. Mm-hmm. King Ghidorah. He has one like another collab with someone where it's like a whole nother name. All this stuff. Which is like, again, something that's so cool. And I feel like they've missed, not missed in today's rap, but like is left out. That whole aspect of just like making music to make music, you know, just to create. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's so cool. He's cool. I liked the, I loved the production of the album too. is is very like dark. I liked it, and it didn't, but it didn't feel like dark, like Produced gloomy. Poorly. It was just kind of like, oh, oh. it's just very like I don't know. It sounded like it sounds. It's very nineties, which is I guess part of just MF Doom's like genre and style. Yeah, he you he know? has kind of like an older. He's like yeah. forty seven years old. <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's, that's what it says here. But that's crazy. That's like. About my dad's age that's really weird to think about but it to me like when you talk about that, like that dark kind of thing like i picture like like just the back like the back alley of a city like the back alley yeah. of new york city and just like these dudes like hanging out around a car you know and like just this is the music that's playing in the background of like of that shot yeah i think I was going to throw out, I think my favorite song, at least the one that I can't stop listening to, is Phantoms. That song mm-hmm. is too dope. I love that one. I love the sample on it. It's very nice. Also, I wanted to shout out that they have a a Tommy Wiseau reference in, I think it's in Astral Traveling. It's like towards uh-huh. the end. They say something yeah. about Tommy Wiseau. They do a lot of <laughs> really random... Uh, references i can't i think there was like a star wars reference somewhere i don't yes. remember what song it was yeah but. i can't remember either but i remember listening to it because i was looking i was listening for the tommy Wiseau one and i found it and i was like not like consciously doing it but just kind of like the star wars one came up and i was like hey another funny reference but yeah. like i know i think i noticed it because of the you referencing or you remind me like pointing out yeah i pointed it out because i was trying to convince coley that it actually is a good album yeah. Who is being a hater? Go comment on Colby's podcast and say that. Uh, yes, go MF go comment. Good. All of y'all need to go comment on their Twitter and their Instagram <laughs> and tell them that this is actually a good album. Tell them that it's like a ten out of ten. <laughs> it's not. It's not a ten out of ten. I don't think. But it, it's a. Tw- you're right. It's that. not. It's a twelve out of ten. It's a twelve. I <laughs> just on their comments though. No, all in all honesty, I would probably give it like a six, which is still yeah. good. Like if I if I give something a five, that means I think it was good and I at least somewhat enjoyed it. I'd give it like a, I'd probably give it a six too. Yeah, I'm sure. It, like, it's a, it's like a, a good, it's like a good six though. Oh yeah, like like a six and a half. But I definitely bad. hesitate to be like to say seven and i definitely feel like i enjoyed it too much to give it a five so yeah compromise i need to like make my like one through ten thing and like put like a 
a category of like what it like a description by. of like what number yeah. means. So like a you five see, is like a five is like wasn't bad but wouldn't listen to it again. Six is like was I enjoyed listening to it, but it's not like a standout musical album. A ten is reserved for Childish Gambino and Chance the Rapper's um, crossover album. A yeah, nine is yet, anything. Yet to the, uh... A nine is anything by Chance the Rapper. On the flip it's, side, it's an exclusive a two, club. A, it's the exclusive club. A two is anything by Drake. Except anything for by Foggy Raw. No gosh. Elevens <laughs> are reserved for Foggy Raw. Oh man. Yeah. See, I think I think all of my ratings are like one down from yours like four four for me would be like like i didn't i didn't hate it but i didn't really like it and i'm not gonna listen to it probably ever again and then five is like i kind of liked it but i didn't i probably still won't listen to it again okay so then what are a three a two and a one uh three is like a foggy raws album Oh my god. He's like, I I really didn't find myself enjoying barely any parts of it. And I don't understand how you can't enjoy Foggy Raw. I'm not saying I don't enjoy him. I just didn't like that specific album thing. Dude, like a month ago. It's it's all just like gold. Like they're hilarious. I listened Anyways, to it like three times now. Time. But uh and Anyways. then one is like see the point is if if I'm going to give something like a one or two, like I'm not gonna I'm not going to finish it. So, like, I'm probably going to give... It'll be super rare if I give something, like, a 1, 2, or 3, because I probably won't even talk about it on here. Um, I would give... I would say that, like, 1 and 2s are the same. I would say 1 is, like, I stopped two songs in. Um, a, a, one, three, a 1 is probably something that I know I'll hate, so I didn't even listen. You can't, you can't rate something if you didn't see it. Or listen to it. I mean, you can you can make some good inferencing, or I, I, that's definitely not the right word, but you know. Inferences. Yeah, you can infer that. Yeah. You're not gonna like something based on like the artist and stuff you hear. I okay. I'll say like a four is something that I enjoy, but I know it's not good. So like Justin Timberlake's album four. Like you tell me parts, you enjoyed that album? There are parts of that it, album. No, it actually had good like, songs. Yeah, yeah, you can't. There was like. But as a whole, the album was, oh, a, on was that, a stink. That album is trash, but I enjoy parts of it. Because, okay, I'm coming from the perspective on my ratings of I enjoy. Like, there's half of my rating is like, enjoy. Do I enjoy it, but personally like it? And then half of it is like, okay, what do I think of it, like, musically? Like, is it actual trash, but I love it? Yeah, see, that's that's kind of like my dilemma. I was thinking about that just a minute ago. I was like, should my rating be, like, what do I objectively think this is? Or is it just how much I enjoy it? Because, like, there's obviously stuff that I know is objectively not good, but I really love. And it's like, I feel like I'm trying to... I think I'm trying to do, like, a mix of both. It's like, how good is it probably in reality, and how much do I like it? I'm trying to, like, balance that to get my ratings. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm trying to, I'm going through all the albums I have saved and trying to find one that I think I like to put along that line. 
Okay, Reliant K. We've talked about this album a little bit. Air for free. Like, it's not objectively fantastic, but, like, I enjoy it so much that I give it, like, a six. Yeah. Like, it really, musically, it's, like, a five, I would say. It's all kind of, you know. Actually, I don't know. The more I think about it. But, you know, there's that kind of idea of, like, it gets a bonus point or two if I really like it. Yeah, I get that. Anyways, you want to do Kanye? Yeah, so Kanye is back on Twitter. Big news. Big mood. Big mood. Oh my god. Wait. I think I read something wrong. Okay, never mind. So, yeah, he, he came back to Twitter like a week ago, maybe. All hail King Kanye. Yes, and uh, and then yesterday, uh, he finally officially said that he has an album coming out. Oh, not just one, but ten. But, but no, two. Two, no, two. Two albums. Oh, I'm so excited. I was, I and was dying. What? I these <laughs> tweets came out while I was in class. Like I was sitting in lecture. <laughs> And I had I had tweet notifications turned on for him, so like whenever he tweets, like I get it like immediately, and uh, and I just wasn't expecting it. And I sat down like five minutes into it, starting my class, it was like new tweet from Kanye. My album is seven songs, and I was like, uh, what? I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like I definitely didn't pay attention to the entire seventy-five minute lecture sure. because. He continued to tweet, and I was just on the internet, just dying. Yeah, I when you sent them in the group chat, either you or Colby, probably it you. was me. Yeah, <laughs> whenever that happened, I was like, "No way!" Like, I was not expecting it. I don't keep up with rumors. I actually was expecting it because See, I don't keep up with rumors like you did. That, so I was like, "Well, it's not really a rumor. It's something that he said." It was. Yesterday morning at 9.36 a.m., I was also in class when this happened. He tweeted, today will be the greatest today so far. Life keeps getting better and better. And I read that, and I was like, I feel like there's a good chance he says something about, like, his album. Like, he, he's either going to, like, release his album or he's going to say something about his album. Dude, if he just straight up had released it. If he straight up like- released it, I would have gotten up, walked over 20 people in my who were, like, in my row that I was sitting in and left class. <laughs> like right in the beginning the the best part is that like the albums come out so close to each other yeah it's one week apart. it's like what june 1st and june 8th yeah he said cool he said june 1st so that's obviously implying his album and then right after he said me and cuddy album june 8th and he said their group is going to be called kids see ghost that's i don't know what the name means but wait wait, wait like spell it out kids uh like, okay. just like multiple kids and then, like, and then it says c and then like your like site the letter c like your site okay s-e-e and then ghost so it's yeah uh, i saw i saw a little a little rumor or a conspiracy that it's supposed to have it's supposed to like have a double entendre i don't know it's like wordplay you're basically saying kid sees ghost so like 
Kid Cuddy's ghost. Like Kid C as in Kid Cuddy. And then like his ghost. Oh. So I don't know if that's if that's like true. But that would be pretty pretty interesting. Um I am beyond I think I'm more excited for that Kanye and Cuddy album than the just the regular Kanye album. I'm I'm more excited for just the Kanye album, but I am also probably equally incredibly hyped for the uh, Kanye and Cuddy album because they're two of my top five artists probably. So yeah, that would oh, be a dream here's a a Kim Kardashian tweet that says Kanye and Cuddy album might actually be my favorite. I saw that. I saw that. Ooh, we will see. And. Honestly, you really do have to take all of this with a truckload of salt because all of his all of his tweets, you you can't always rely on them because supposedly we we're supposed to get another album in 2016 after Pablo, and he said he was going to release four albums a year, but it's been two years now, and obviously none of that's happening. I'll be shocked. I'll, like he said, he was going to name that new album like Turbo Graphics 16 or something. I'll be shocked if it's actually named that, like this album's named that. But we'll see. Um, also, can we talk about how like many colorways of Yeezys he's releasing? Yeah. He tweeted all his pictures Dude. of those shoes. Oh, They're so I lit. I want like I want all of them. I just want one <clears throat> pair of Yeezys, but I want to wear them like a, like a lot normal shoes yeah i i'm gonna do everything in my power this summer to get my hands on some you better believe if i work a lot this summer that i'm having yeezys by the end of the summer oh yeah like i'll have i'll have the, my internship this summer so i'll have a little bit more disposable money and be more willing to get some yeezys because it's i've wanted them for so yeah. long i almost got some yeezys two years ago through cam because cam had a plug and then something fell through i remember something that. fell through i remember that happened yeah sorry mom and dad i am definitely getting a pair of expensive shoes this summer <laughs> look at these heels too wow the the plastic ones or the the black bootleg ones they look like plastic ones okay because he, he is tweeting like at this moment like he tweeted like literally ten minutes ago while we were talking, and I looked at it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's nothing like interesting. Important. It's just like him showing some like of his new fashion stuff, and a motivational mm-hmm. tweet that said, "All you have to be is yourself." True. I that. He's not wrong. Yeah. He isn't wrong. Um. Oh man, I. I really just like. I just want. Yeezys to be like a shoe that everyone has. And I know that that's his that goal, is his but goal. like I can't, I can't wait for the day. I can't when either. it's just like everyone. Although there's this one, the one pair that look like basketball shoes are really ugly. I'm saying that now. Yeah, they could look. Okay. They could be better. They could just not have been designed. They're pretty whack. So okay, I I will throw this out there. I think some of his shoes are kind of whack. Hmm. Like I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. Like his sandals, the slides, the slides, the slides are atrocious. I'm not gonna hold. Yeah. I won't. 
I won't pretend that those aren't terrible. And yeah, honestly, the first, the like the first pair of Yeezys, and just like everything compared to like the stuff there is now, is like a completely different league. Like, like I think that his shoes now are like pretty like incredible compared to like the first ones. Is what I'm saying. What do you think? What are the? I can't. I just. I don't know what color I want to get. I want to get a color, like a color color. Any of them. I'll take anything I can get. I won't even be picky. Okay, first choice, though. What's your first, first choice? First choice. Uh, so you know the picture of... I'm looking at it right now where they're all lined up. The ones on the very far end that are like a light purple, you can barely purple? see them. It's like a really yeah, soft purple. I'm, I'm not going to choose that now. I think that I want... or those orange ones. I want tan ones. See, the tan are cool. I know that there's like a peanut butter, like brown color coming out this summer. And those are the ones that I saw. And I was like, wait, that comes out in like June or July. Like, I'm definitely going to do everything I can to buy those. Like, I really want some Oxford tans, but they're so expensive. So I'm hoping there's another color line that's like similar. Yeah. That I can grab. I like... They're just so, they're so, like, conveniently, like, simple shoes in a way, if that makes sense. Some of them. Some of them are not, <laughs> but I know what you mean. Yeah, well, okay, but I'm talking about, like, if we, just a black pair of Yeezys, like. Yeah. Or just a solid color. Like, I'm not talking about the yellow zebras, or the, the regular zebras, like, those are, you gotta wear them certain ways, but, like. For the most part, I think Yeezys are the kind of shoes that, like, you could wear them with athletic shorts and a t-shirt, mm-hmm. but you could also wear them, like... With other stuff. With a pair of, like, real, like, a nicer pair of clothes, like, a better fit, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's cool. That's, like, that versatility, I think, is really neat. Oh, yeah. It's very cool. Oh, it's just... And I love the fact that he's doing it with Adidas and not Nike, and that he slanders Nike. That's oh, yeah. I like Adidas. I'm definitely on Team Adidas. Yeah, we're, our, it's really funny right now, our program, our athletic program, our department is try, is like considering switching to being like all Adidas. Right now I'll it's just it. kind of like you, you wear what you want, but like everyone pretty much outside of soccer doesn't like Adidas. <laughs> it's like, it's like soccer and then like no one else wants Adidas. Wow. But I think once once people get into Adidas, they'll be like, yeah, cool. That's kind of but surprising. I feel like Adidas is kind of like, it's become the trendy thing to be like, Adidas is better than Nike. Yeah, which I'm all I'm all bored for. I've always been Adidas. Yeah. I've been, I wore those, I wore Sambas for years. They're good shoes. They're great shoes, but they're literally all I wore <laughs> for like... Probably seven, eight years was that was the only pair of tennis shoes I had. Like it was like that and some running shoes, and that was about what I had. Okay, there's something, but that's all you need. Yeah, it is all you need. There's something really funny I wanted to talk about. So do you know? So Kanye said there's a Pusha T album coming out. Do you know? Do you know about Pusha T at all? Yeah, I'm aware of who he is. Okay, so whatever that album is coming out in May, and it's been in the works for like two or three years. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so Pusha T, I don't know how much you know, but he has a reputation of um, 
of in every single song he's ever in talking about how he used to be a drug dealer that was like that was moving kilos of coke or something like literally every single song he probably mentions that uh and it's it's kind of a meme and so but he delivers bars even if they're not original bars they're (laughs) bars so some random person literally a person with okay they have like four thousand followers but like a low-key person tweeted Pusha T is still going to be rapping about moving kilos. And then Pusha T uh, quoted that tweet and said, indeed I am, dot, dot, dot. That's awesome. That's... And now I'm actually hyped for that album. I kind of like Pusha T, but I was like, I don't really care about his album whenever we're just, whenever we've just been told that Kanye's album is coming out. Um, but then I saw him say, indeed, I will still be rapping about moving kilos and I'm about it. If I was, like, another artist, say I was, like, a, let's call this guy mid-tier artist, you know? Mm-hmm. And any, and doesn't matter what in, like, genre, doesn't matter at all. If my album was a month before or a month after Kanye's, like, if that's when I was, like, hey, I'm going to release it June 15th or whatever. And then Kanye tweeted yesterday, like, or whatever day. Yeah, yesterday, right? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, whenever he tweeted. Whenever he tweeted. Um... If he, like, tweeted, it's coming out June 1st, and then another one June 8th, I'd just be like, August. Yeah, I think... I wouldn't even bother being within that realm of... I'm pretty sure Drake has an album that... I don't know if it's rumored or if it actually is supposed to come out around that same time. Like, right after. I can't remember, but... It also came out right... (laughs) Kanye tweeted all this stuff right in the middle of, of J. Cole's album coming out, and it's... Point, people pointed out how like the last two or three j cole albums like the hype for those albums has been just like uh tremendous has been like over rushed by like kanye's uh, albums coming oh, out like, yeah, like yeah, their, yeah. their timelines are like exactly the same mm-hmm. well and i'm about it i'm about kanye washing out j cole from the publicity the media have we talked about that before? How you don't like J. Cole? I've mentioned it briefly whenever we talked about the, the rapper bracket. Yeah. Well, next episode, we'll talk about J. Cole's new album. Yeah. So do you want to preface Do you want to preface that with why you don't like J. Cole? Do you want to explain, explain to them? Like next episode? No, like this episode. Explain to them I mean, why you don't like J. Cole. And then so next time we come around... They just know what's about to go down. Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty heavily biased against J. Cole. And it's it's honestly all just kinda like not uber serious stuff. Um It's just like like I do have respect for the dude because he like he like produces his own stuff and writes it and all that and like that's definitely respectable. Double platinum, no features. That's not that I don't think that's that big of an achievement. But anyway, <laughs> that, that's the most annoying thing people talk about. Uh, so I have respect for like his, his work ethic and all that and like his ability to be successful, but I personally just don't like him. I think he, I don't like his, his voice. And also he was, he was a 27 year old man when he released an album called this called the sideline story. And literally it was just like all about him talking about how in high school he like had his heart broken. Because, like, he didn't make it on his varsity basketball team. He was, like, literally 26. He was a grown-ass man. Talking about 
little like dumb stuff like that in high school and i was <laughs> so between that and then the other thing that I, makes me not like him is i feel like he's incredibly overrated like i see people on twitter just like worship him and they're like oh the three greatest rappers ever are kendrick lamar and i don't remember who the other person is Drake and, and yeah they're like kendrick lamar drake and j cole the three greatest rappers of all time and i'm like I'm like, okay, well, J. Cole is not in the same – he's not anywhere close to the same tier as Kendrick Lamar, so let's let's just settle down. Let's settle down. Okay, the one takeaway I have from that little rant is that if I, in a couple of years, created a rap album about me not getting playing time on a varsity soccer team, that you would not support me. <laughs> That's I would all that I, got I would that. support you because I know I knew the coach I knew the coaches because I got to experience <laughs> that a little bit whenever I did soccer that one year. <laughs> so I would I would totally understand. I just want to say the greatest memory that I have of high school soccer is walking behind the goal while while you're on the JV team, I was on the varsity team, and you let a goal like literally right through your legs like it hit your hands and went through your legs and you just like turned around and looked at it in the goal and then you looked up at me and i was just like this is really awkward and i just kept walking dang that's sad i don't i don't remember that moment but it probably happened to be honest it happened it was against Cy falls i actually remember the team was that that was during a game yes like literally it was during one of the jv games like, I was walking to the bench for our game, and it happened, and I was like, oh, Hunter. I don't remember that. I don't right. know. That, then that was definitely would, the worst moment hey, of my entire career. I would, hey, I would wipe that out of my memory, too, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my, my, my psych has definitely repressed that memory. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I wasn't bad enough to have let that goal go. I should have been on varsity the next year, though, because y'all had nobody. You really should have. I was mad you weren't. Y'all had I was all y'all had was that one senior guy who was a big tryhard but was not good. Uzi. Yeah, I think but that was his name. Uzi. I loved him. He shaved the Batman. He had a real hairy. Chest no, 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 not him. He was good, but he graduated. Like, wasn't he two years older? No. Okay. Well, no. no then was... I'm talking about the backup. I was saying I should have ben? at least been. I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. No, I think I just should. remember what I think, play vaguely. I always think there should be three varsity keepers or three keepers on a team, but that's just me. Yeah, that's honestly why I quit. I was like, I'm not gonna do JV again. I was like, I, I was like, I don't want to do awful. Dude. I don't want to do two sports at the same time and like AP courses and all that jazz. JV was brutal, man. Looking back on it, like, I cannot believe I took that seriously. <laughs> But look at you now. You're a collegiate athlete now. I'm a collegiate athlete. D1 soccer. Speaking of which, shout out to my Not coach. D1. Um, D1. Okay. Okay. Well, there uh, shout out to D1, my coach following what? D1 what? Soccer. Men's soccer. Yeah, there is. Well, not, well like, I uh, guess I guess just... technically you would call it D1, but it's not like it's not like basketball or football d1 gosh no no yeah not at all i mean well, i know still that like, i'm just saying like i don't know what i don't technically know what division you are oh no i am d3 okay i'm d3 bounds that's right i remember uh, that that was a meme yeah. i remember that no d1 the only d1 soccer schools in texas are like smu 
Incarnate Word. Uh, one of the UT satellite schools is actually the one. Hmm. It's either Permian Basin. Yeah, UT Permian Basin, I think. That's random. And then there's one other D1 school that I can't remember. But then basically all the D1 soccer schools are like up north. Yeah. And out west. Because none of those programs put... 40 billion quadrillion dollars into their football programs like they do in texas yeah because title nine is a very good thing but it prevents texas schools from having um soccer teams so yeah i don't you know, know. that's take a what, big you know, big thing a lot of... which it's it kind of sucks because like texas high school soccer is like some of the best but then there's like nowhere like everyone if you want to play good college soccer like, you either go D2 or you leave the state. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know how to fix that problem. Uh, It's not going to get fixed. Yeah, I was like, there's, it's not really going to get College fixed. soccer is also a joke. Yeah. Like, it's... I feel like... The way that it's set up is just really poor. Because, okay, think about it this way. Like, think about a top league of soccer, right? MLS. They play one... <laughs> boy, bye. They play one game a week, like... English Premier League, they'll play one game a week. Two games max if they're in, like, another a separate tournament, right? Okay. We play, like, I've played five games in seven, in eight days before. Like, that's insane. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, we played a, we played on, like, a Monday, a Wednesday, Friday, and then, like, a Tuesday, Thursday. Jeez. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. That's terrible for development. That's terrible for your physical body. Like, why do you yeah, think I'm always in the bad. training room? So, just stuff like that. And they want to make it, they're trying to make it longer, but the NCAA is probably not going to. Because the NCAA is... NCAA sucks. I think yeah. everyone can agree to that. I, I don't know, it's tough though. Like, I get it. Like, it's pretty hard. It's kind of crazy to say, like, okay, soccer, you can have a, like, eight month, like a six-month season and play, like, one game every week or one game every two weeks and play a lot of games over, like, a lot of period of time, but then be like, okay, football or basketball, you get four months or three months, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know, it's, it's hard. It's also just U.S. culture is, like, different from, like, what makes a good soccer culture. Sure. I feel like we could... It's all We good. could be... We would... I feel like we definitely have the potential to be like a soccer superpower in the world, but it's just like oh, dude, it's just it's like not it's a... just the little things like not having good developmental leagues and like college soccer like really lacking. Yeah, well, okay, Cause, cause I, like our one of the biggest really issues, good. like our women's team, yeah. is like a powerhouse in women's, and mm-hmm. that's I think the biggest result of that is just because um, they're free because we because we care enough about we care more about women's soccer than other countries do. Yeah. Basically. That and and there's there's a lot the of women, opportunity for like college players for women. Yeah. The women are in the US are a lot better athletes than the women of other countries. Yeah. And That's just true. the style of women's soccer that allows for it to be better or to be a difference. Um but that's a whole but the biggest thing that I think holds the U.S. back is that, like, our professional leagues aren't ever going, well, it's not as good because of the size of the U.S. 
like England, for example, their mm-hmm. top, like their okay, the end of the season is coming up, and like their game, the game between like the bottom four teams, any of those teams are playing their butts off, like to stay in the top league, or they call it flight. So they're trying real hard to stay in top flight, but then like you come to the U.S. and like halfway through the season, teams are just giving up. Like they'll just let teams run over them. You know, and that yeah. sucks. That's awful. Like, no one wants... That's like if, you know, who was trash in the NBA this year? Um, the Suns. The Suns. Yeah, the Suns. Good example. Okay, so the Suns, they still managed... Like, at the end of the season, they played the Rockets, right? Yeah. And it was a good game. Gerald Green hit that buzzer beater. Oh, God. Um, It I was super lit. That. Okay, but imagine if, like, the Suns had just, like... It was, like, a 120 to 40 victory because the Suns just didn't care. Yeah, you know, like that's, that's probably that what makes they should cool. have <laughs> That's that's what they should have done, for some reason. That game should not have been competitive, honestly. Yeah, but it was because the Suns like cared, and that's that just has to do with the league. But like in the MLS, that doesn't happen, you know. And that it'll be like that for like four or five games at a time, you know, for a team. They'll just like play unmotivated because there's no reason for them to play motivated, you know. Right. Because there's no threat of being moved down, but same time you it's hard to have like moving up moving down because of the size of the u.s and like a little team like uh oh also austin texas is getting a mls team soon hopefully oh my god they're they're really expanding yeah i feel like well, it's been no, like a new no, team they're moving from columbus to austin oh the columbus it's a crew? big deal yes because the columbus crew are one of the founding members of the MLS, yeah and it's a big deal they've always been there yeah, so it's a big deal. But, like, okay, right, there's a semi-pro team, or there was a semi-pro team in Austin, but they're getting rid of it for the pro team, which is also stupid. But, like, if wow. they were to be the, um, well, not really getting rid of it, but it's kind of phasing out. I don't know how to explain it. It's weird. Yeah. But so it's like, say that team was in the second league, you know, that team, that small team in Austin, they got moved up to the MLS, like, through promotion. They got promoted. You know, they won their league. Well, They'd have to travel to, like, New York one weekend and then travel to, like, San Francisco another weekend. That's, in, like, an insane amount of money. And if that team doesn't have that kind of money, it's crazy. Like, they're not making, mm-hmm. you know. So, and the MLS doesn't have the money of itself, of the government, like, of the governing body to be able to, like, support clubs like that yet. <laughs> but I agree with you. One day we will be the greatest soccer country in the world and it'll be wonderful hopefully hopefully it happens in my lifetime because i get super lit at the about the world cup and i'm very excited oh, dude. And even like, though we're not even in it i'm like excited because i just i do love watching soccer yeah to bring this back full circle to music the music of world cups are always so much fun yeah like when it's in south africa it, like mm-hmm. every commercial just had like this great African music, or there's like it's in Brazil and everything has like a Brazilian vibe to it, yeah. and like in the background. Oh. Just soccer and music in general has oh. a has a neat relationship. Like the FIFA soundtracks are always oh, FIFA soundtracks are always primo. There will be like like some FIFA twelve songs still come on like like you're like some Dude, random store. There's a bunch of artists who get big. It's mostly, I wouldn't say it's because they were on FIFA, but it's like. It, yeah, it's a factor. It's yeah, a, it's a, there's a Definitely. correlation of them being on the FIFA soundtrack and then them getting big. So yeah, well, and like part of the thing too is like, uh, like a lot of FIFA 
like things have like foreign songs. Yeah. Which I think is cool. I think it's super cool. But they're like literally I'll be somewhere just like at a store in the mall and some like really old FIFA twelve song comes on and like I just flip. <laughs> like I'm like super lit, like no way oh, and I like can sing everything. No idea what the song name is. You know? Yeah. Like I've totally forgot the song name. I can't It's like, like I just know the song. I couldn't sing the song on my own, but the song comes on and I know and I and I think back to like playing FIFA pro clubs with my high school teammates and then like those songs coming on. Or the greatest part is is when you're like in a party and you start singing the song or you sing one song, someone's like, Oh dude, that's the song that's playing and then like they can sing along to it. Man, cherish those moments, you know? Heck yeah. get the lineup out yes the lineup thing we found a this was like a week ago this is honestly a while ago we found a little graphic and it was like yeah fifteen dollars to draft your dream music festival lineup and there's three tiers one is five dollars one is three one is one dollar and there's just different artists in each tier you just select add up be under or at fifteen dollars All right, do you want? I'll list. I'll list them off. Yeah, go for it. So, the five dollar artists are Kanye West, Drake, Rihanna, Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar. The three dollar artists are Kid Cudi, Frank Ocean, Cardi B, uh, Childish Gambino, Migos, and the one dollar artists are Lil Yachty, Solange, Solange, Solange. Solange. Wow, I butchered butchered that. Um, I'll see if you can. Junaeco. Oh, you did that. I was like, I don't know if you'd be able to pronounce that one. People know. Scott. Yeah, I know. I know. I know her because of literally because of Childish Gambino. Yeah. Um, SZA and Tyler the Creator. First thing I want to say is there's no good reason why Cardi B is in the three dollar tier and it, Tyler oh the Creator gosh. is in the one dollar tier. You like? I don't know. Cardi B really. I wouldn't even put her on this list. I, I don't know. I think she deserves to be well, on the, the list. Thing, but... okay, the thing that surprised me, and I don't like Cardi B or Nicki Minaj, but that Cardi B was above Nicki Like, Nicki Minaj isn't on this. And I feel like she that's has like a, notoriety. Yeah, that's been like a big uh, thing, though. The wave is starting to go towards Cardi B. Like, I, I don't know. know many people who, like, specifically say they still like Nicki Minaj more than Cardi B. Like, I feel like it's super popular now to be like cardi b's better yeah i mean i don't really like either of them but i feel like Nicki minaj has made a lot more hits though yeah i mean she had the verse on monster with kanye yeah and that's like i just feel like the greatest verse ever (laughs) it's a big statement but it actually um, is amazing though it's not bad yeah i'll give it it's legendary but greatest verse ever Okay, it's obviously not the greatest verse ever. I <laughs> I do a lot of exaggeration. That's kind of my thing. <laughs> um, all right, I'm trying to remember what I said the first time. I I, I do remember, think, remember I, what I think I do remember what I said. I think I remember mine. Do you want to go then? Yeah. So, if you know me, you would probably expect me to say Kanye would be one of my options. 
but uh, that's a no. I would definitely not pick Kanye because uh, Kanye's concerts are way too amazing for me to waste a, like a an opportunity to see him at just a festival where okay, which, wait, which are like wanna... really underwhelming concerts. Like like Time festivals out. aren't concerts. Time out. I think that this is like. This isn't necessarily. I don't think of this as a festival. It literally I think says this music is like, festival, and it has a okay, picture of but people like outside of a festival. But not. Are they even outside? See, they look like they're in a stadium to me. But I think that if this is more like a stadium or like an arena tour, where it's like, but that, like if you guys remember the childish or not childish, uh, Chance the Rapper is like the magnificent coloring book thing concert where he had like five or six big artists come and do this arena thing, you know? Do you remember that? Yeah, but that was that was still like that was an open arena and that was yeah. but that wasn't like a full production concert. Like that's my point. Like at a festival okay. like that with lots of people, you can't have a full production concert. But I'm just saying this isn't like ACL No, that's exactly what type. this is. See, I don't think in my it mind says music this is like this is more high quality than like ACL, but still not the same level of like a I mean, straight up this disconcert. Is, this is just like like a Coachella type of thing, which is huge, and apparently Beyonce can do a full concert production at that, but your typical <laughs> artist cannot. Anyway, I, I'm, I would I'm, I wouldn't I want to see Kanye from this, at a festival. I am approaching this, this is a festival from, because that's what it says. I am this. I'm approaching this from the standpoint of this is a seventy-five percent of like what their normal concert would be. So like, if their normal concert is rated a hundred, then this is like a seventy-five. Whereas, okay, like, like I would say ACL is like forty fifty. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It says festival, <laughs> so there's a little bit of setup on the stage, but like. Like on Kanye's last tour, he was on a floating platform that went back and forth in the stadiums over the pit. Like, that's not going to happen at any festival. Well, of course not. But like, is that ever going to happen again? Probably the same. The same level. I, I, it might. But only with Kanye. He won't do it again. He always does. Anyways, favorite. pick your freak. Pick your Okay, up. I'm trying to. I actually kind of forgot. I, I think I selected Drake. Even though I've already seen Drake at a festival at ACL two years yeah. ago. And I feel like I picked Kendrick Lamar. So that's already $10 out of my 15 And then I think I picked Kid Cudi. And then I think I picked Tyler. And so that was like a total of $14. So I had one extra dollar. And I'd probably just throw like SZA in there if I wanted to use the last one. I, I kind of feel bad for leaving out Frank Ocean, though. Yeah. And also, That's seeing right. Childish Gambino would be cool. But, I don't know. It's tough decisions. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to go with... I'm going to go Kendrick. For the $5. And then, from the $3 section, I'm going to choose Kid Cudi, Frank Ocean, and Gambino. So that's 14. And then I put Tyler, the creator, in there and make it 15. Solid. That's honestly, that's like my backup. Like if I, like that lineup you just listed is probably tied with the one that I gave. Because like, I'm kind of indifferent on if I see Drake again at a festival. 
because like I already saw him at ACL that time, and yeah. it was super awesome. But like it was a super long concert, and he has twice as many hits now as he did two years ago. Dang. So it would just be like a five-hour concert, and everyone would uh, break their backs die. and die. Yeah. Shout out to Colby almost dying because him because <laughs> uh, him and I went to that. Actually, he pulled um, out J. Cole whenever we went to go see him. Yeah. Your favorite artist. Mm. Your two favorite artists. It actually happened as we were, like, leaving. Cause we were both, we both needed to bail. Like, we were, like, really up close and super crowded. And we had to sit down. And you couldn't sit down yeah. there, obviously. So we were, like, making our way backwards. And then J. Cole came out. And I was like, oh, good timing. Yeah. <laughs> good timing. <laughs> actually, I didn't even hate J. Cole back then. I was just, like, indifferent. Yeah. I'm still really indifferent. I don't actually, like hate no, him. No, you hate him. You hate him. You're right. Um, I don't know. I think my lineup, I'm getting, because you have, what, four artists? No, you have five, I, had, I guess. Yeah, that's five. Never mind. I thought you had four. But, I don't know. I feel like, in my mind, Kid Cudi, Frank Ocean, Gambino, like, that's a really good deal for $9. Okay, it's obviously not a $9 ticket. It's just like, I know. you, you I could know. replace the dollars with points. I'm joking. It's a, it's a bad joke. It's just a meme, Hunter. It's a bad meme. But Tyler the Creator, for $1 or point, whatever you want to Yeah, call that's it, unbalanced. Freaking steal. That's unbalanced. Like, just... His shows are ridiculous. Are they? Like, if you know what's happening, have you never seen a video of it? I don't think so. Dude, it is. It is crazy man he's wild i mean just think of tyler the creator normally like who he is just as a normal person like on the street mm-hmm. and i said that on purpose by the way and then like throw him on a stage and tell him to like get a bunch of people lit that's just just think about that for i a mean moment. there's also i feel like 50 percent of the time now though he'll just be crying with everybody after after the Flower Boy feelsy era now, Dude, Flower Boy is such a good album. Tyler the Creator is super underrated. I feel like I people don't really like. Really disagree with him being underrated at this point. I feel like he is he is very big, adequately rated. Well, I mean, okay, I'm not because you don't. Go I, on Twitter. I'm not saying that people don't. Not saying what. Well, I'm saying like you don't go on Twitter, so like you yeah, don't you don't really see the stuff that like I see, but like he's definitely. On his way to okay, becoming when's the last super time, mainstream. When's the last time someone like brought up Franco or not Franco? Tyler the Creator to you? Um, I don't. I mean, probably recently, because it's a pretty normal thing. Because I have some friends that really love Tyler the Creator. Well, I, even just the fact that he's like this is a complex magazine thing, and he's given a one dollar thing. I think he's underrated. I don't know. I don't think they put that much thought into this. It, it's just because he, I mean, probably he's not. still it's a not magazine. super mainstream compared to, I don't know. The rest of the Even putting Childish Gambino at $3, I could almost see Tyler being there, like flipping it. Flipping it? Yeah, especially after, I feel like after uh, Awaken My Love, people just like forgot about how good Childish Gambino is. Yeah, I feel like that album didn't actually get enough love in my opinion that dude that dude is super talented and so underrated yeah i'm really excited to 
to see him in a Star Wars film. Oh. And that, that is oh, why I'm going to see the movie. Because the movie is going to suck. No, it is not. No, it's not. It probably won't, but that's just the rumors. I did not. <laughs> um, I don't know why that came on mine. Oh, because I said not. Uh, but um, I want to see him in... He's going on tour in the fall. Yeah, and the tickets are hella expensive. I know, but like, it'd be worth it. I think this is going to be like his last tour. I... Honestly, I don't I'd think he's ever releasing. I don't think he's releasing music again. Mm, I disagree. Because he's been. Mm, I disagree, he disagree. has been ambiguous. Because he said he was. This was like the last. He what did he say? He said like this will be my last Childish Gambino album. So like that leaves that leaves up a lot of room to Donald interpret. Glover. It's like that could be. This is my last time I'm making music. That could be. And I don't I'm count the one because he has Gambino, one like persona, yeah. like I don't know. Well, because he has one with Gam- or with Chance already. Yeah, like they're already working on that. They're, no, it's made. Like it's done. Like they've they've had several people who have like confirmed it. Anyway. Well, yeah, but it's not out, so it's still in the works. Well, yeah. Until okay, sure. even when it's out, it's still in the works. Kanye has taught us that with Kanye, the life of yep. Even if yep. it, even yep. if it's out, it's not even finished yet. So. You're right. But you get what I mean. Yes. They've recorded it. Um, but like, okay, when you look at all the stuff that he's done, like he has so many like mixtapes and like EPs and whatnot that he's done. The dude has like ten albums now. Like if you count a mixtape as an album, like he has ten works. I he's guess. released a lot of music, and I, his acting is picking up big time. Yeah, I feel like if if he becomes a much bigger actor. I could see him going to that because that probably makes a lot more money. Oh yeah, yeah. And I feel like he, yeah, he has a lot of different abilities and passions. So he's just kind of doing whatever he's able to do. And if he's able to do the like show business stuff, yeah, I'll be really interested to see him achieve the the EGOT award, like or not award, but like accomplishment whenever. Whenever a person earns yeah. an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. I think we'll do it. Yeah, he already has two. He has the Emmy and the Grammy. Yeah, he has an Emmy and a Grammy now. So now he just needs to secure Best Supporting Art, <laughs> Best Supporting Actor with in Solo. And then he needs to go to Broadway like... and do something. Yeah. I could see him on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'd i say there's, like, a, a good, like, 75% chance he gets the Oscar and the Tony. Yeah. I'm kind of, I feel like, looking back on it, I'm kind of surprised he wasn't, I wonder if he got asked to be a part of Hamilton. I doubt it. I don't know. I could see him. I mean, he can sing, he can act, and he's black. That fits the, the Broadway, the Hamilton cast type. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe. Uh, what have you been like listening to lately? Um, hold up, Kanye just tweeted something. Uh oh, that's way more important uh, than my Yeah, question. it is. <laughs> Wait, it's some philosophical thing. Okay, anyway, Ooh, read it. Read I've been it. listening read to. It. 
listen to a bunch of different stuff. Like, I've been listening to some more Drake because I realized that Drake is, in fact, sometimes good. And I asked Colby to give me a bunch of different songs that are mostly good. I've been listening to a bunch of Weezer because I just felt like it. And I finally listened to Kendrick Lamar's Section 80 like yeah, like a couple fun. weeks ago. And it's honestly surprising because I love Kendrick a lot. And it's really weird that like it took me this long to finally listen to it. But I loved yeah. it a lot. I'd say it's better than Damn. Like, definitely. It's, in my opinion, it's better than Damn. It's also... It's also just awesome. Because I, I just love that... Uh, it's just more raw, like, Kendrick. Like, it's older. Or newer? I don't know what to call it. But, you know, like, older Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. You know, he's evolved, like, as an artist over time. So, I really, yeah, I really yeah, appreciate yeah. the old stuff. It reminds me a lot of, like, Good Kid, Mad City. Not that they're like the same albums but like they're more closely related than like damn is um that's good i haven't listened to it you should it has some awesome songs i probably should have listened to it when you were like hey i'm listening to section 80 yeah but i'll listen to it before the next episode how about that do it i'm gonna have so much free time next week um i should make a goal to listen to a lot more (laughs) I'll have to listen to. I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart. I got really good. Oh, at Mario Kart, like really, really good. I haven't played Mario Kart in like maybe eight years. Dude, that's such a lie. We played it. Oh, uh, like, I mean, I'm talking play. like played it, like played, played it, played it, it. And it. I don't even think I played with y'all over spring break because we only because we had too many people and not enough controllers. Oh, that's right. You didn't play. Well. Um, yeah, so what have you been listening to? for you because it's good game. Uh, the anti-pop playlist is... On Spotify? So good. It Spotify. is amazing. It is so good. It's incredible. Oh. I found so many songs on there that are just yeah. really awesome. Um, I listen to a lot of Sleeping at Last lately because I've been doing... What it, Do you know Sleeping at Last? What is What is that? Okay, Sleeping at Last, it's like a, it's a band, but really it's a guy. It's kind of like how Boney Bear is really just Justin, Justin Timberlake, um, Vernon, boy, um, Justin Vernon. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, but so it's like he, it's like his child, it's like Justin Vernon's child, but really it's it's his stage like, name and all that. Like I know what you but mean. But it's a whole band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of the same way with this dude. Um, actually. Uh, Ryan O'Neal and, and yeah. his brother Chad O'Neal sure Ryan is like the main guy um, it's really cool he kind of has like a a falsetto almost the whole time he sings but it's not like a bad falsetto it's really it's, be- it's basically really beautiful music it's a big homework go to for me and if I'm having trouble sleeping, I finally can go to sleep at last when I listen to them. Oh, uh, but he released a lot of new music. Do you know what the Enneagram test is? The what? Enneagram test? Are you familiar with that? I have no idea what language you're speaking, it's but a, probably not. It's a personality test, but he's making songs for like the person. Spell it. Each personality. E N N E 
G-R-A-M. But anyway, it's personality test, but like he... Spell it. Yeah. Spell it one more time. I want to look at this. E. E-M-N-E-T. Oh, E-M-N-E-A. Oh, I see it. Yeah. So it's personality. It's like the numbers. So each number is a personality type. Um, oh, but he's making like... The way that he does his music is they're like made in projects. Um, so like this most recent one is called Atlas. Or like the lately he's been doing Atlas and there's like a year one and year two. Um, but like since 2016, he's been working on this same project. Um, mm. But they kind of go through like, they almost tell stories and they kind of like, they're kind of sectioned off. Um, so in Atlas 1, like it's all like some songs are like planet based and then some are like, um, uh, I don't know how to describe them kind of. They're, I don't know, really. I don't know how to describe it, except that he makes, like, insanely beautiful music. But then it's, like, got really powerful lyrics. Like, the it's one of those things, it's like you're listening to it, and you're just like, whoa. Like, he just said some really deep stuff kind of casually. Mm -hmm. um, but I listen to him a lot, like that group, him. Anti-pop radio, or playlist, is really good. Uh, some individual songs. Uh, a song called Fantasy by Eternity Forever. You have to go listen to that. Um, it's it, it was off the... If it's on the anti-pop thing? It has, like, this just crazy amount. It's, like, really jazzy. I've probably heard it if it was part. on the anti-pop playlist. Yeah. Um, and other than that, just a lot of homework music. Yeah. A lot of Tyler, the creator, recently. Hmm. I listened to Flower Boy, like, a lot. Uh, I listened to Adele <laughs> a lot this past week. I'm, I'm alright. Are you in the fields? I'm, no, I'm not at all. Oh my gosh. I just was like, I want to listen to Adele. She's so good. Adele is like, maybe a top 10 artist in my opinion. Ooh. I mean... Sorry. I don't know. I love, I love She's Adele. She's good. Brockhampton a little bit. That's good. I, I ordered I ordered Brockhampton merchandise and I'm I'm so excited. Didn't you already get it or did you get more? I got more. They did a redrop and I didn't know about it and somebody like Snapchatted me about it and I like was in the middle of class and got on and spent a bunch of money on a hoodie. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Um it got sent finally. Like I ordered it like a week ago. I got an email yesterday that it got sent, so I should get it soon. Thanks for thanks for letting me know. Okay, I I didn't know what to do. I was I was obviously stressed out. And I everything sold out. Really fast. I listened to 370 songs this past week. I wonder what it says for mine. I can tell you. I usually have a decent number. I listened to what I listened to the least things I said. Oh, I beat you. 314. You're at 314. It's still loading. What's your what's your down, best? It shows you your best. Where? Like it shows you the scrabbles. It yeah. says like. For oh, me. it's a new record for you. Yeah. What was okay, the number? I, Wait, what was the number? Three sixty nine. My best is seven oh three. Yeah, I've got to have more. Because I feel like for a while yours was deactivated. 
Because I look at this every week, and since I follow you, like, I can see your results at the bottom. But, yeah. uh, and for a while, I was the only one. And now you find... Colby has three. three. Yeah, so, like, Colby only has Colby his... His is only activated on, like, his computer or something. Three Scrabbles, but 33% new artists. He had, like, ten Scrabbles and 100% new artists, like, last week. Um, my... It used to be just my computer. And I synced it up to my phone. But my phone is also offline. Like the Spotify app is offline a lot on my phone. Well, I mean, okay, I listen so to I listen to stuff offline too, but it still scrabbles if you're connected to the internet. No, I'm talking about like I'm not connected to the internet on the Spotify app. Oh, yeah, then it'll miss it. Listen to 231 individual tracks. That's kind of impressive. Where does it? Oh, I had. 278, so Dang. suck it. Mm-mm. Yeah, see, according to Sleeping at Last, I listened, or according to this, I listened to Sleeping at Last 130 times last week. Like the, the album or the, the artist? artist? My oh. my most artist was Zarface with 23 Scrabbles. I had a pretty diverse listening thing this time. It shows Underground uh, Hip Hop as one of my top tags. Dude, some of the tags are so weird. Yeah, some of them are really funny. Like, whenever Aaron was doing this, he would always get really weird tags because he listens to interesting music. Yeah. Not not that it's, like, bad. He just, like, listens to, like, different stuff. Yeah. Indie is my number one. I wonder if they consider Indie. I had Indie on there last week, and it fell off. Yeah, I have no idea what it considered Indie. Uh... I always love the end of the year Spotify reports. Oh, they're so fun. I love that stuff. Yeah. I'm such a nerd over stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Those are like so much fun to look at. All right, I gotta head out actually. Crap, it's two thirty-five. Okay. All right, um, then uh, that's it. That's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> I'll find. I'll find um, the. I'll find an audio of that and I'll put it in. Yeah, or you can just like edit mine a little bit. See if I can sound it. engineer it to sound the same. Um, we, I think I'm pretty free next week, so we should be getting. I should be available to do something next week, like, so we should record. We should definitely record. Next yeah, week. I'll I'll like get um, to you about it this weekend for sure. Yes. Uh, oh, this is exciting! I'm going to a concert next Friday. Oh, what are you saying? I'm going to see King's Kaleidoscope. Nice. This is going to be great. We've got meet, VIP meet and greet tickets. Are you going with Allie? And everything. Yeah. It was like her Valentine's Day gift was like surprising Aww. me with. Um, yeah. Aw. Was surprising me with uh, tickets. So it's like meet and greet, VIP. It's at Fitzgerald's. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. It's in, so it's in Houston. Oh man, the only uh, Brockhampton merch left is a hat that says "gay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those. Are... Oh, I take that back. They've got T-shirts. For oh, really? Though. Okay. Is it the one that has a couch yellow... on the front? Yeah, yellow, pink. Yeah, I have a pink one, and I have the blue hoodie on the way. I think the hoodie is my favorite thing that they had, besides the water bottle, which I is the pink got. a good color. Uh, yeah, it's good. The only thing is, it's huge. Like, I got a large, and large normally like fits fine. They're super long. 
which like isn't a big deal because like that's normally a problem for me because like shirts are too short but uh it's, it's like almost awkwardly long like I, i'd probably have to wear it with pants because if i wear it with shorts it would look weird yeah well all right Okay, well, thanks for listening, homies. Yeah, we will be back hopefully sooner than the last wait. Yeah, sorry for the wait, six. (laughs) Yep. We'll just keep having to say sorry for the wait. Hopefully not. (laughs) I think it should should start picking up. Yeah, we'll get better. Yeah, we're going to get better at this, we promise. Especially this summer. And we'll remember all you early followers when we're famous. Yes. Like my coach, shout out my coach for being a follower yeah. or a subscriber and leaving a comment in French. <laughs> I don't know if it took it because he commented on back to back, but he left one in French. Wow. So look for it. If you look for it, you know it's my coach. I don't know what he said. But anyways, thanks for listening, homies. Yep. Um, <laughs> give him a really cheesy name. Unbiased army. (laughs) Okay, are we? I'm gonna stop recording now.